Strength Matters Media, video, print, podcasts. Hey, it's Josh Kennedy here, host of the Fit Over 30 podcast. Today, we're talking about four things we learned at the Perform Better Europe Summit 2022. Welcome to the Fit Over 30 podcast, the podcast for people over 30 who want to lose weight, get stronger and live better. If you're new to the show, we release a new episode every Tuesday. But if you're listening to this and you're not part of the inner circle, you're missing out on some great content. Video courses, books, masterclasses, workouts, private groups and our coveted monthly print magazine. You can discover our very best content and join us at strengthmatters.com forward slash inner circle. Now back to the show. This is the Fit Over 30 podcast. If you're new to the show, great to have you here. Please make sure to subscribe and review. That way we can reach more people and keep giving out great information. Uh, James, we're back from, um, I said um a couple of times. Sorry about that. We're back from Munich. Performed Better Europe Summit 2022. James has told me to stop trying to say um as much. And uh, yeah, we had a great time, did we not? It was great. This is the first podcast we've done since you've been away on maternity leave as well. So it's it's been a while, eh? It has. It's been a good few weeks, probably a month or more since we've done a podcast. Should we announce to the world what happened? Well, I had a baby. Well, I didn't have a baby. My you wife had a baby. Had a baby. <laughs> yeah. Little Florence. Little baby Florence. She's how's it going? She's, uh, it's good. It's, not, it's hard work having two kids, mate. But uh, yeah, it's all good. It's good. <laughs> Enjoying it. I'm, I'm, I met her the other day just 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 before leaving for the uh, the summit. Uh, yep. She was fast asleep. She looked behaved. She was behaving. She was good as gold, if you ask me. Oh, there we go. For for those five minutes that you met her, she was good as gold. <laughs> exactly. Obviously, I had a calming effect when I came. You in. do. Yeah, you do. Well, Henry wants to see you more than he wants to see me, doesn't he? Yeah, exactly. Where's, where's James? Where's James? <laughs> yeah. It's like asking in Germany when we're, when we're on the phone. No, don't want to speak to daddy. Where's James? Where's yeah, James? Where's James? Where's James? He knows anyway, where yeah, it's at. Let's, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah, let's let's crack on. So we have just come back from the Perform Better Europe Summit 2022. Great to be back in Germany for the first time since 2019. It would have been, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Was the last yep. time we were out there. Weather was fantastic. Uh, as was the summit, and we uh, we met some great people, did we not? It was, it was indeed, it was fantastic. Like I said, we've been a part of the Perform Better Europe Summit and team and family. I think is the best way to say it for over four years because of the COVID restrictions, the lack of travel. You know, 2020, 2021 was all cancelled, but yeah. yeah, it came back with a bang with a 10 year anniversary. Uh, of the summit itself. So yeah, it's awesome to be invited. So huge thanks to Christian, Danny, Eberhard, and the whole team at Form Better Europe for having us out there. It was great to share our passion with the world, uh, yeah. our passion with the Germans, the Germans, um, <laughs> to put it more precisely, and just showcase what we're doing. It's quite funny, when we were fil- we filmed out there, didn't we? And we're telling we the story because it, it was brand new content I'd never shared before. So I was a little bit nervous actually about presenting. Uh, don't often get nervous, but uh, I was because I wanted to make sure it went well and people understood it. Yeah, I understood my Welsh accent more than anything uh, <laughs> over the with a few gym words in between. But yeah, no, I, th- I think it went well. The reaction was good, and we can say it now. We're looking forward to share our workshop, our first ever certification on how yeah. to do online training in Germany in Munich later this year. But there's there's no details about that yet. It's all no. hush hush temporarily. 
But if you are uh, in Germany but, but, or if you want to travel to Germany and you are free 3rd and 4th of December 2022, mm-hmm. we are teaching how we do, what, how we train people online, our whole system. Exactly. Our first time ever, ever, ever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, it, it was good. It was, it was great to be there. I'd love, love being there. It was just a passion, catching up with friends. Uh, Munich as well was fantastic. But we also learned a lot. And this is why we're on the podcast mm. today, to share what we learned, because it's not just about us going to speak. One of the things that we, we consistently do when we're performing and speaking at summits is make sure we catch other presenters' talks and highlight yeah. certain things. Now, we'd love to see more German talks while they're out there, but there's a bit of a language barrier, wasn't there, Josh? Uh, yeah, not whole... for you, let's say that. So, unfortunately, I can't speak German, so I could only go to the British-speaking talks. Um, so that's what we're focusing on today. But no doubt, there were a lot of great German speakers out there who, who also taught great stuff. So big up to you guys and uh, try, I'll try and yeah. I'll try and learn German. How about that? Exactly. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we will get to see you guys speak at some point. So apologies for any Germans. We haven't uh, given a shout out today. We'll, but we focused on the English speaking world on yeah. our part. So but no, it was fantastic. Loved it. You know, it was just amazing. And yeah, today let's share what we learnt and let's dive into it, shall we? Yes, indeed. Uh, number one. So this is going to take a little bit of explanation, I suppose. Uh, and this is related mm. to, uh, we were looking at me actually, weren't we, as part of this. Weighted rotation with stability. Do you want to give the, um, I'm going to let you steal the lovely quote Ooh. from Eberhard. Yeah, so Eberhard, uh, who is the head of FMS for Germany and pretty much the German-speaking population across yep. Europe, uh, came up with a fantastic quote saying, weight is the teacher. And it was like, oh, it's so true. Yeah. <laughs> um, he may have stolen that, but I don't he may know. Have well, we're, we're, we're going gonna... to credit him with it anyway. <laughs> Absolutely, because we're talking about different patterns and we discovered, because in our system of assessments, there's the Zenith twist test, and we were like, well, how can we do this and monitor it better to help people yeah. uh, get a better understanding of it, but also give us better feedback too? Because sometimes people can cheat the Zenith twist test yep. because they, they can rotate their head, they can elbow comes around, tip the hips into to, it. There's all sorts of stuff. Yeah. So we found this new tall kneeling position. And what we found is that uh, certain people, if you put pressure on the shoulders and add weight and stability to the rotation element as they're trying to twist around, People can move a lot further. Breathing becomes a lot easier. So weight essentially becomes the teacher to the brain to help Mm. them move further. Because most people don't necessarily have a rotation issue. It's a stability issue from somewhere that stops them from rotating. Their CNS shuts down, central nervous system shuts down. So then you see it in their breathing. They can't breathe as they're twisting. So we're like, well, what do we do with this? And then the Eberhard's great point was, well, where does the weight affect the area of rotation. So for you, Josh, wasn't it? It's your right shoulder. My right shoulder is an issue. Yep. Exactly. Which affected the rotation on your right side. Mm -hmm. And we we tested before and after. We then added weight on both shoulders. We added weight in front. We added weight back. But we also just pressed on your one shoulder and it was that stability on that right shoulder that suddenly allowed you to rotate that much further around, wasn't it? Yeah. So much more comfortable as well, actually. My shoulder suddenly felt safe is is the best way to mm-hmm. put it i suppose it, it felt really safe so it's like i am obviously lacking some stability in that right shoulder which limits my mobility so we have to teach my brain that it's safe add a bit of weight teach give it some stability and teach it that it is okay that it's safe to allow me to rotate so essentially that's what we're looking at exactly and, that, and for us the biggest takeaway was to make sure 
uh, that we add weight to some of our rotation work that we're doing to tie into the breath work that we do to uh, to get better results for clients who are struggling to rotate and add better rotation. So yeah. that was my biggest takeaway. It was like something. It was sounds crazy for all those coaches out there going, "Duh, we probably do this already." Well. We, we knew about the rotation work. It was more, yep. it was the weight in certain areas, whether it's front, whether it's back or on one side that we need to look at to add to the rotation and let the weight be the teacher to help people get through these stability issues. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, improving that stability is the key to unlocking some more rotation. Like I said, make, making sure mm-hmm. the brain knows it's, knows it's safe. And also, um, I was going to say something else about that. Yeah, we might now change our zenith. Might, we might, uh, our T-spine. Rotation assessment. We're, we're dis- currently in discussions of that whether we whether we do exactly. that. Exactly. So you can't An cheat it as much people. System. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. An exactly, ever evolving yeah. system, which would be good. Uh, that was good. Next- it was great. Yeah. Sorry. Go on. No. No. It was great. That that was it. That was all. Okay. I cool. 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 The next one, Bobby Smith. Really nice uh, American guy, very energetic, loved his work. He did some speed and agility work as well, which we really liked, didn't we? We're not going to talk about that Mm -hmm. today. Today, we're going to talk about training the female athlete. He did a talk on that and it was kind of specifically focused on ACL um, females. Oh, you have put agility. Do you want to talk a little bit about the agility work before we go into... Well, no, let's focus on the ACL stuff. Yeah. Okay. Let's focus on ACL. So yeah, training the female athlete and looking specifically why females maybe suffer some more more ACL injuries than males do. And obviously it comes down to anatomy, mm. uh, mainly anatomy. And, and because of their anatomy, the way that then wider hips, femur rotates in, knee collapses in, etc. That is, you know, uh, you'll often see that inner squatting pattern with females, there's only so much you can do to combat that because that's females natural body shape is to have wider Mm -hmm. hips, of course, but it's what you do to try and minimize, uh, these ACL injuries. Would you say that's uh, a good summary? Yeah, good summary. Exactly. And I'd never thought about it because training young, I've seen all the studies and how many young female soccer players between the ages of 13 and and 18 tear the ACLs have knee issues um, going forward and you see the studies but I've never dived into the world of learning what to do with it but then Bobby and his team uh, yeah. Bobby Smith he's awesome he won the 2008 Olympic javelin um, trials he was yeah. uh, of course had to go to the Olympics he didn't quite make the cut I don't think is what no, happened, he, didn't quite he, get, he didn't quite get the qualifying distance unfortunately but a division one football athlete he's been, had loads of injuries around ACL too but he specialises in the female athlete and getting them yep. trained to get ready. And he has a huge amount of group coming through to do it. So he's lot, lots of experience doing it. I loved his like javelin approach to get in the slow cap to get people in yeah. to the talk and get him ready, <laughs> uh, which is fantastic. But no, yeah. it, exactly. It, it just shone a light of the anatomy of it. And again, sometimes as a coach, you are bi- gender biased towards your own gender. Yeah. It's probably something we haven't thought about enough with our female clients, exactly. I would say. Uh, so it does make it, it does change the way we're going to try and feed the issues, solve the issue and provide yeah. more stability and train them because we've got to be aware of the anatomy to protect the knee and reduce the likelihood of those ACL strains yeah, and tears. Absolutely. He showed a video of a young, uh, late teens female athlete she was doing some hurdle jumps and they were pretty high hurdles so she did well to mm-hmm. get over them but as soon as she landed 
both knees were collapsing in and her thighs yeah. and knees were knocking together. And it's like, you know, yeah. she is just asking for trouble. Like I said, you're probably never going to, you're never going to perfect it, but you can improve it. So there exactly. might always be a little bit of knee valgus, if that's where you want to go, the technical term. Um, and it came can down do, to do stuff to improve it. Go on, James. Yeah. I know. So, but it came down to the quality. It ties into the agility work. He says like specifically yeah. training deceleration, um, uh, yeah. stability on one leg, stopping, cutting, but high quality reps. It's not like they'll do in a game, but he's emphasizing the quality of the movement in training to lead towards game type scenarios where it's, yeah. everything goes out the window but we need to get that stability, practice that good movement to own that position and get stronger in those good positions uh, yeah. before they go into game practice. That, that was the yeah. big thing for us. Yeah. So the important stuff to look at, I think, in case anyone's thinking, well, how do we improve this? Is like the external rotators. Females are often quad dominant. We've got to look at the hamstrings and glutes. Glutes, obviously, external rotator of the hip. So it's doing things like banded clamshells, fire hydrants, mm-hmm. Adding stuff like that in if you're not. Um, also, I would suggest um, reactive neuromuscular technique where you where you feed the problem so the body's having to fight against it mm-hmm. just to try and teach it, improve external rotation of the hip, teach the body uh, not to collapse that knee in so much. That's the kind of thing we are, we're looking at working on. Exactly. So yeah, no, good stuff. Uh, I'm going to buy his DVD actually. Or his oh, da- yes. digital download. Well, I was going to say DVD. Does anyone have a DVD player nowadays? I, I should, I should find because a few people still sell DVDs. I'm finding, not just. Not <laughs> oh my god, just- have we ever told you this story? Here's a small segue because we were talking about it with uh, Matt Matt Bauman, the most sarcastic American I have ever met from NASM. <laughs> Absolutely love his sense, the driest sense of humor from an American I have ever met. Absolutely hilarious. Exactly. Matt, I love you. You're, you're fantastic. Um, and one person, I was sat on Islington High Street in uh, London one time, and someone came up and tried to sell me a knockoff DVD of Green Street. And I said, <laughs> I said to him, you know, I'm in that movie, right, mate? And he ran away very, very quickly. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> it was awesome. hilarious. Awesome. And for those out there who, who don't know what Green Street is, it's a hooligan football film that Josh is in. Yeah, it was called Green Street Hooligans. And Matt, the only reason I mentioned that is because Matt was like, I love that movie. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he so tried to send, sell that. me a knockoff copy of it. <laughs> Brilliant. But check Brilliant. it out. See, see if you can find Josh in that movie, A Double Day. Uh, yeah, it's quite exactly. funny. Cool. Let's move on. Uh, Kelly's breathing work. Kelly's breathing work. Yeah. You, t- you take so, the lead on this one, mate. It's yeah, thanks for that. Uh, it That's is right. interesting. So we come across nasal breathing and the importance of breathing about four or five years ago, maybe even yeah. longer before that. But we still didn't implement it. Uh, we did a little bit. We didn't but we know didn't, how to. Yeah, we didn't implement it enough. So Patrick McKeon, the Oxygen Advantage, we yeah. interviewed him on the podcast in around about 2015, I think. So many moons ago. Mm. Yeah, but great guy. I highly recommend reading his book, The Oxygen Advantage and getting to grips and understanding the importance of nasal breathing. Now, since then, James Nestor came out with a book called Breathe, and the whole world is now starting to catch on to this breathing malarkey yep. that's really important. Wonderful. Uh, so Kelly, which is really cool, he works with lots of high-end athletes and famous sports stars, and they, he shared what he's using, his breath work, and how he's applying it right now. Mm. And the biggest takeaway with me is the, the simplicity of what he did was 
helping improve somebody's CO2 tolerance, the carbon dioxide yep. tolerance, because you need that uh, to maximize your ability to uptake oxygen <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. and reduce the amount of stress in the body. Uh, it was his 448 method where you breathe in through the nose slowly for four seconds, hold for four seconds, and you slowly breathe out for eight seconds and you repeat that cycle. Yep. It's just a way of repeating and practicing this breath to allow the body to take, take its time to process yep. the carbon dioxide. <laughs> allow yeah, to understand, to so, so, sort of, so it doesn't freak out, you know, because your brain freaks out really easily. So it's just getting it to start to tolerate that carbon dioxide. And as you say, we have done breath work in our work for, for many years now. We encourage nasal breathing while people are walking, running, uh, in all of our Even training sometimes. Yeah, training in, in, in our warm-ups and stuff. But this is sort of taking it to the next step. So we, we really have, although we've been doing it, this is a kind of better way, going to try and implement it into our clients' work as well. Mm, 100%. So guys, practice at home right now, four, four, eight. Breathe in through the nose for four, hold for four, breathe out for eight, and repeat for 10 minutes. Yeah. Try doing that for 10 minutes and see how you feel. You may yeah. struggle on the breath out bit. You may struggle on the breathing in bit. And even the yeah. holding of the breath might be quite hard. And he but also did some over-breathing. He mm. did some over-breathing work as well to kind of almost make people hyperventilate yeah. as well. Which is in, yeah. Yeah, Wim Hof style. Uh, so he's kind of Wim taking... He credited Wim actually with uh, introducing yep. breath work into the world as well. And he's sort of taking it more into the training world and implementing it into warm-ups and stuff. So thank you for Kelly for piquing our interest and making us realize how we can do more in, in that sense as okay. well. Oh, exactly. Uh, so, and the okay. last one. No, no, yeah. I thought, sorry, I thought you were going to add to that. No, no, not at all. Cool. Not at all. The last one, NASM, our new American buddies. We absolutely love you. Wendy, Ken, Matt, you're cracking. Uh, awesome. NASM core work from Wendy. Some well again. Before some we go stuff. into the before we go into the core work we learned with Wendy, let's just talk about how we maybe corrupted them a little bit and showed them. Yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> we apologize. We apologize, but we did on the downtime. We then, having lived in Munich, we I took them around and gave them a bit of a sightseeing tour, which mostly involved uh, pretzels Steins and beer. German beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> big liters of beer. So it was great. Now, they were fantastic. And like I said, Matt has literally the driest sense of humor. When he said, Americans don't get me, I can see why. We I get you, be, Matt. Yeah, we we're all understand. with you. <laughs> yeah, our sarcastic British humor, you fitted in absolutely perfectly. Come over to Europe anytime. But say yeah. a shout out to Ken and Wendy. What a great weekend. They helped us, you know, as part of the whole thing and the experience, they helped make it what it was. So it was only worthwhile to go and see them speak and talk as well because we'd never seen them talk. And nope. what awesome, what awesome duo they were on stage. Yeah, and I'll yeah, let you start yeah. this off because the core, core they did was fantastic. And I'll let you, let you kick into that. Yeah, no, I just want to say that. So I did NASM as part of my PT training uh, back in 2011. Probably didn't get enough of it in. It was a bit rushed. It was sort of like the last, one of the last things we did. So maybe I didn't appreciate it enough. And I've sort of revisited the, uh, the manual every so often. Uh, but seeing, meeting these guys and seeing them on stage, it kind of reinforced that we we speak the same language as them. We've got similar similar systems, would you say? Mm. Yep. Yep, all leading down the same way. Yep. I'm, I've never even... I'm from Shane, You've never I'm seen any of NASM stuff, have no, you? I've heard of them, but I've never yeah. followed any of their stuff before, so... Yeah. So for me, my takeaway was about helping 
and I've started to do this more and more, it's where you implement core work in clients training. So often, you know, trainers, including us, we, we do like core finishes and stuff like that. Because let's be honest, clients like to feel the burn, right? They like to f- mm-hmm. get to the end of the workout, feel like their abs are working, get a bit of a sweat on, which is great. And I'm not saying don't do core finishes or anything, but if you want to improve, really improve the core strength and stability, maybe it's core work needs to go more at the start, integrate it more. And I've actually started to do this with you a, bit, a little bit more in your train, haven't I, James? Yeah. And how are you finding it, actually? I'm really enjoying it. I'm The plyo uh, power work we're doing at the start, combined with that core, is really good. Yeah. My core is lit up when yeah. it comes to the work. Now, it does have a knock-on effect to some of the strength work afterwards because I'm more fatigued at the start. But yeah. the core itself is lit up, and I'm feeling more agile, more athletic because of it. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. And the other thing was just reinforcing good position. So it's surprising how so she, uh, Wendy got uh, a trainer up on stage and obviously he's very knowledgeable, this guy, very good, very fit, but his plank position wasn't 100% correct. He was dropping his shoulder blades down, he's winging his scapula out. And I would say that, to be honest, a lot of people probably do that. Now, from us mm-hmm. as online trainers, it is more difficult for us to enforce because we are working online. We're not working face-to-face, one-to-one, but I think it's something for us to be more aware of as we move forward, try and help clients reinforce a good position, you know, making sure they're not in a tilting the hips too much, that the glutes are switched on, that the abs are switched on, you know, not winging those scapula um, and maybe doing a little more plank for reps rather than plank for time. Te- teaching yeah. it's, again, it's about teaching the brain a, g- a good positioning. That's, uh, yeah. that's what it's all about. Oh, exactly. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed their company. They're fantastic. Indeed. I think that's Indeed. that's our four things, right? Yeah, I think so. But just, again, just want to emphasize, thanks so much to Perform Better Europe for having us there. Yeah. We had a great time, you know, just not only with the teaching, presenting, the idea of doing the workshop, it's just the networking. Uh, Wolfgang from Adidas is cool. Oh, to yeah, thank you, Wolfgang. Again. I'm actually wearing my shorts, Wolfgang. Uh, wore my t shirt nice. yesterday. Florence then threw up on it. Sorry about that. Oh, nice. uh, <laughs> but it, they, it's really nice. I'm really uh, liking liking the gear. So thanks, yeah. Wolfgang. Yeah, thanks for all the, all the kit there. Thanks to Johannes as well, who helped us model out the potential Strength Matters gym. Yeah. Uh, mic drop. Uh, that was <laughs> That was kind of cool and exciting. Uh, you know, just loads of loads of really cool things, and, and yeah, we can't wait to get back there, and we'll tell you all more about the potential certification uh, in the near future. So yeah, um, yeah. but if people want it. to know more about us, get in touch, have any questions, uh, what should they do? Where should they go, James? As always, if you haven't gone to strengthmatters.com, you can find us there. Listen to all our back issues, episodes of the podcast. And if you really want to find out more about us, I highly recommend going to strengthmatters.com forward slash inner circle, where we will send you a free copy of our magazine for just being a bronze member. And we'll even give you some secret episodes of the insider podcast that we have there in store, where we go in more in depth into our trainings, our systems, our teachings too. So... That is the place to hang out. Fantastic. Thank you, James. It's been a pleasure being back podcasting. Been emotional. Oh, gosh. And I've tried to say um less just for you. 
And, and I've and I've tried to speak slower as well, so yeah. hopefully this will uh, the, the <laughs> listeners out there will uh, will hear the ben- reap the benefits Absolutely. because as I said to you before, my brain goes a million miles an hour and my mouth can't keep up, and I yeah. just sound like a big jumbled mess. Yeah. So, boom. Hopefully improvements. And we will continue to strive to improve. Yeah, thank you, James. Thank you, guys, for listening. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Fit Over 30 podcast with Josh Kennedy and James Breeze. If you love listening to these episodes, then please let somebody else know about this podcast. That's how you can help it grow. And the more it grows, the more free content we can bring to you. Also, if you'd like to learn more about how we help people over 30 with a more bespoke training solution, you can book in for a free consultation with us at strengthmatters.com forward slash call right now.